Hey there, folks, it's Robin, and I'm popping in to talk to you about clean water because I'm going to be honest, I've been worrying about the contaminants in our tap water, and I knew I had to find a solution, you know, something reliable and effective. And that's when I discovered AquaTrue, and it's been a game changer for my family. AquaTrue's purifiers, they're basically like superheroes for your water, using a four-stage reverse osmosis process to tackle even the toughest contaminants. With PFAS, you know, those pesky forever chemicals making their way into nearly half of U.S. tap water, it is a relief to know that AquaTrue is certified to just kick them to the curb. Plus, their range of purifiers fits every home, from countertop setups to under-sink options. They've even got a Wi-Fi-connected model for the tech-savvy among us. And let's talk about those filters, okay? Long-lasting and affordable, they are a dream come true. There's no more like swapping them out every few months. AquaTrue's filters go the distance and last up to two years. Since switching to AquaTrue, I have noticed a huge difference. The water tastes cleaner, it's fresher, and the best part, I no longer have to worry about what's lurking in my tap water. Even my kids are drinking more water because of the ease of the countertop setup. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, our listeners are going to receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, and you're going to enter the code HEADSPACE at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E. Go get it. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hi everyone, it's Kesonga. As you know, this week is hosted by the incredible sleep expert, Dr. Eric Prather. And just to remind you, you can get his entire sleep course, Finding Your Best Sleep, on the Headspace app right now. Headspace Studios. 
Hey there, it's Dr. Eric Prather, your resident sleep psychologist here. I'm back, this time with some interesting facts about what happens when we drift off to dreamland. And speaking of dreams, that's what this episode is all about. For centuries, people have been fascinated with dreams, why we have them, and whether or not they mean anything. So I'm going to tell you what goes on in our brains when we have dreams, if there's any merit to dream interpretation, and why they can have such a hold on us even after we wake up. Dreams are like magic. You close your eyes and you're transported. Some of it is relevant to your life, some of it is not at all. And I think because humans want to try to understand their world and their existence, that brings up what are these dreams? Like I've had the same types of dreams that lots of people had, like you're finishing college and, you know, it's the day of the test and it's a class that you haven't been attending the whole time and you just found out that there's an exam and you need to pass it to graduate. I mean, it's such a a strange experience. And then I go and talk to my friends and family and colleagues and they're like, yeah, yeah, was it math? And I was like, no, it was Latin, but that doesn't matter. And it seems like it's just a very human thing. Sigmund Freud made an important contribution with respect to dreams in his 1899 seminal work, Interpretation of Dreams. And he recognized that dreams were situated in the brain. Before that, cultures thought that dreams came from lots of places, like the Egyptians thought that dreams came from the gods. But it was this appreciation that dreams were instantiated in the brain that was critical here, because then we could potentially study it. However, the interpretation of dreams is a bit more challenging, largely because there's lots of varieties of it and there's probably general principles. Certainly trauma comes up a lot in dreams and that might be a reflection of daily experience or emotional concerns or content that's relevant to general people, but trying to interpret the meaning of those dreams is a lot more challenging and in a lot of ways is unprovable from a scientific perspective And so it's been a really tough nut to crack making headway in what exactly dreams mean. Sleep has several stages that we go through, and one of these is known as rapid eye movement sleep. And this is associated with the experience of dreaming. If you have someone sleep, and while they're in REM sleep, you look at what lights up in their brain using functional magnetic resonance imaging, or fMRI, we see clear systems within the brain that are active. So one is the hippocampus, which is a key area in the brain relevant to kind of memory consolidation and processing. And then emotional centers in the brain, like the amygdala and the cingulate cortex, which are important for dealing with threat or novelty and also help regulate some of the stress physiology that we measure in the periphery, like heart rate and blood pressure and breathing rate. The highest proportion of REM sleep happens in the second half of the night. So when people kind of wake up and remember a dream, they are typically coming out of REM sleep We know that REM sleep seems to be really important for memory consolidation. It plays a role in preparing for future learning. When we think about the residue that comes from the day, REM sleep is really important for emotional processing. And there's also some evidence that it's important for creativity. People have that aha moment potentially coming out of REM sleep. 
we do think that these things are all relevant and important and may be the clear functions for REM sleep and dreaming. But, you know, again, this is really still an area of active scientific inquiry, and I think there's still a lot to learn. Nightmares tend to be more high arousal dreams with a negative content. They are usually associated with increase in heart rate and breathing rate, similar with dreaming, but maybe even more so, maybe sweating. It's usually the content that is distressing and for many people can kind of linger for some time. Chronic nightmares are more common in people that have experienced trauma and post-traumatic stress disorder is a good example of a condition that is the consequence of trauma exposure usually. And one of the things that has been documented in people that have PTSD is REM fragmentation, a breakup of their REM throughout the night which may be related to nightmares, may be related to flashbacks and other things during the day. And, and there is some evidence that maybe REM fragmentation plays a role. You know, people that do have chronic nightmares, there are different treatments to address these things. Something we do behaviorally in our clinic is something called image rehearsal therapy, or IRT. It seems to work best if people have the same consistent nightmare. We kind of walk through the very specific nightmare, we pair it with something like progressive muscle relaxation, and then we do rehearsal of changing the outcome, changing the nightmare, and then rehearsing it over and over nightly. It like basically builds up this muscle memory so that when people do drop into this consistent nightmare, they are able to take better control of it and actually change the outcome and reduce the distress of that nightmare. Okay, my friends, that's it for today. If you found this episode in our sleep course, then great job. And stay tuned for next time when I'll talk about how traveling affects sleep and even give some tips on how to beat jet lag. Until then, get some rest and take good care. <laughs>